You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Happy New Year, everybody. It's a post-game edition, a post-game edition of Spits and Suds right here on 105.3 The Fan. Man, what a way to end 2023 for the third time this year. The Dallas Stars put up eight goals, a touchdown and a two-point conversion for the third time this year, this time against the Blackhawks as they win 8-1. to one. Scott Wedgwood with a good performance uh, this game was five, nothing going into the third period. I threw out the tweet that I thought they should pull Wedgwood. I understand that, you know, he should get the, uh, shout out opportunity, but at the same time, you do have four games in the next eight days. I thought it would be a good time to rest him, but Wedgie actually had some really good saves in the third period, uh, as the Blackhawks, uh, did mount some offense and, uh, he held them at bay. And uh, just an overall real nice sweep of Chicago. You took care of business, and that's what you need to do. You started to take care of business at home. Uh, home cooking's becoming better for you. For a while there, we were wondering, why do the Stars struggle at home and are better on the road? But we're seeing some really good results uh, at home. So uh, we start off 2024 looking really good. Stars know they're not in first place, but... Colorado, Winnipeg, and Dallas continue to kind of shuffle. All three, uh, you know, have found their winning ways. It's going to be tight. Um, so a couple of highlights that I wanted to throw you at you tonight. Three points for the fourth line. And that fourth line looked really good all night. Um, and Ty Delandre in the lineup. Radic Foxa, healthy scratch. Uh, we're seeing this now for the second time, and will we see this on a more regular basis? I have to say there were some extra jets in that fourth line tonight. So uh, ever since the transition of Sam Steele to center from wing, I think he's played really well, had a real nice goal tonight uh, with a, a nifty backhand that hit the top shelf uh, for one of the Stars' goals. He's looked really good, but... It's interesting to see how they play this. Do they reinsert Foxa on Tuesday against Montreal? Does Pete DeBoer look at this as a matchup situation? And I'll throw one other thing. If Genny Dodonoff only has two points in his last five games, do you maybe reinsert Foxa into the fourth line and move DeLandria up to that Ben Johnston line, which has been struggling as of late? So, that's something that I think Pete DeBoer will look at. But the good news is, 
is that seems as though Ty Delandria is getting more reps in the lineup. The former for, former first round pick of the Stars, um, although you know he didn't show up on the score sheet, I think he had some really good opportunities. I think Joe Pavelski in the room probably is saying, "Hey, I should have scored one for you." As uh, Delandria made a real nice cross crease pass that uh, just kind of hopped over Pavelski's stick, uh, but you know. I thought he played really well tonight. Uh, it's kind of interesting. You put up eight goals, and I kind of feel bad for our producer, Greg Finley, because he had Jamie Ben in his fantasy league. Jamie Ben, no points on the sheet. Wyatt Johnston, no points on the sheet. And Dodonoff, uh, no points on the sheet. So it's kind, kind of interesting uh, to see that. The other story, Mason Marchman. And there certainly is a correlation between being put together with Matt Duchesne and having what could be a career year. He is on pace to score over 20 goals for the first time in his career. His best year in the NHL was 47 points. And he currently has 25 points through 35 games. So this could be the making of a career year. Now that third hat trick goal um, that was pinball at its finest in the NHL. But as Gavin Spittle always says, put pucks on net, things happen. And we're seeing that tonight. You see, you know, the, the Dallas Stars, where Sam Steele is at the top of the point and just throws it on net. Craig Smith providing a great screen. And it was, a you know, just basically a wrist shot that normally um, goalies will be able to save. But you know, when people are in front of the net and you throw things in, you know, goals are going to slip by and that's what happens. So um, good things happen when you put the puck on net. Mason Marchman is putting the puck on net. He's uh, got Matt Duchesne. He has Tyler Sagan. Uh, it has been talked about at length how much Matt Duchesne communicates with both Sagan and Marchman. And it's amazing to see how one player can rejuvenate both Sagan and Marchman. Not that Sagan was bad, but listen, this is a great pairing for Tyler Sagan. Um, and we're seeing some very good Tyler Sagan uh, performance this year. And, and that's what it's all about. So uh, kudos to Mason Marchman. Also kudos, Thomas Harley. With over 22 minutes of ice time tonight, that ice time is creeping up. Also want to point out, granted, it was a blowout. So you're going to give your guy a little bit more time as far as, you know, you want to rest Haskin in a little bit. But Nils Lundqvist with 19 minutes, 31 seconds of time on ice also had time on that second power play unit from the point. And I thought he looked really good. Um, just a few errors out there, but I think it was a second solid game for the youngster. So. I don't see a reason for Joel Hanley to be reinserted into this lineup with the way that Niels Lundqvist is playing, which I like to see. I'm glad DeBoer is giving him another chance, and I'm glad Niels Lundqvist is making the most of it. A lot of improvement still needs to happen, but I think the youngster has played pretty well the last two games, especially since he hadn't played since mid-December uh, before that. You know, the, the other thing that we need to uh, point out is uh, Connor Bedard and how the stars really uh, kind of shut down the youngster. Uh, he's going to be a good one. 
He had a negative three on the ice tonight. He had an assist, but you know, he was red hot coming into Dallas. Um, and let's see before prior to Dallas, four points in three games and just one point in two games and a minus six on the ice over a two game span in Dallas. So kudos to the stars defensively. One of the things that will kind of be missed in this game because it was an eight, one blowout is the clogging of the middle of the ice. And they really didn't allow clean entries into the stars zone. And what that forced the Blackhawks to do is a little bit of dump and chase, just try to get pucks back there. And the stars did a really nice job defending. I mean, you know, I've been raising my hand saying they have to be better defensively. I thought they were, um, you know, tonight. So all around, what a great way to uh, celebrate uh, the new year. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I did want to point something out uh, because absolutely love our Spitz and Suds faithful. And one of our faithful pointed out to me, I did answer a question in the last podcast uh, regarding um, can you back end a contract. In other words, can you put more money in the back end of a contract? And it was in reference to uh, Matt Duchesne. So Belfour's billions um, really sent me a nice note. He says him and his kid listen uh, to all the podcasts. And I mean, that made me smile. And what I also love is you're giving me feedback. And even if it's constructive criticism, criticism in this point, um, because, you know, he said, I don't want to take it as some kind of gotcha, but he's, he says he's an NHL business nerd, which I absolutely love. Um, so what he said was talking about backloading a potential renewal Duchesne contract. I said it was allowed and he said it's only allowed up to a certain degree. So I raised my hand and said, I should have went into further detail. Sometimes when you're doing these, you know, shows and at that point I hadn't read through all the Twitter questions because I want to get on as quick as possible after the game and you guys lit me up with questions the other night which i love so i hadn't done a deep dive into that question and i just said yes you can backload uh an nhl contract so um i should have clarified and went into it more so it's an interesting rule um and you can do it but it has interesting uh, wording is the best way, you know, I, I can say it as far as, you know, how, how can it, how can it take place? And so essentially if you make, let's say the first year of your contract, you make 3 million, the second year cannot be basically more than the first year. In other words, you can go if the first contract year is 3 million then the second year contract can be plus 3 million so it can be 6 million 
So in other words, and this is what Belfour's billion pointed out, you can't go year one, 1 million, year two, 10 million. You can't do that. But you can go year one, 3 million or 2 million, whatever that first year number is, you are allowed to double that number. So just wanted to point that out, uh, clarification, and uh, I appreciate it, Balfour. I really do, because uh, you guys need to know that in relation to Duchesne, who had another good uh, game tonight and just continues to put up numbers and continues to look really good. And once again, we talked about this a little bit, but we do certainly have to emphasize it. The physicality of Matt Duchesne is so impressive. I mean, he is an offensive skill set player, but there are two things that he's doing with the Stars this year. That line of Marchment, Duchesne, and Sagan, it's a quality defensive line in that you can put it up against solid lines. So you're not having to throw your fourth line out there just for defense because that line can play defensive and also can tire out the opposition offensively. So that's number one. The second thing is that line can be physical with those guys. And Matt Duchesne showed some physicality tonight. I love how he creates uh, space with the puck. That's how he can make so many uh, amazing passes on a dime. And usually he hits the tape. And then Tyler Sagan playing really well in the corners. And I love how aggressive Tyler is in front of the net as well. So uh, kudos to uh, that line. Uh, That is one of the things that I think you know, the word I would use with that line is consistency. And that's the toughest thing to do in the NHL is be consistent. And that line is your most consistent line, even more than the Robertson, Hintz, and Pavelski line. Like, you know what you're getting so far out of Sagan, Marchment, and Duchesne. So, a uh, really good uh, way to start or end 2023, heading into 2024. Uh, fans on this uh, homestand have got their money's worth, and the home cooking uh, will continue. So it's a big week, and you have some winnable games. You can put some points on the board. You have a rebuilding Canadian squad on Tuesday. Uh, Canadians are also really good on three-on-three in overtime this year. Uh, Then you have a tough game against the Avalanche on Thursday. Saturday, you have a home game against the Predators, and then you have a back-to-back, essentially. You play the Wild twice, um, Monday, January 8th in Minnesota, and then Wednesday, January 10th, you are home for Minnesota. And then you go Preds and Blackhawks uh, before a very good Kings team uh, comes to town. So, Uh, minus Kings and Avalanche, these are some winnable games. I know Nashville is in the wild card race and it's played you tough, but some winnable games on this schedule uh, for the Dallas Stars as they continue to kind of jockey um, in that central division. Also want to remind you, big winter classic tomorrow in Seattle. Weather is going to be perfect. I think it's going to be like 45 to 47 degrees. Uh, Even if you check out five minutes, it's just a great take watching the Winter Classic. Seattle uh, versus uh, Vegas uh, tomorrow. It's going to take place at T-Mobile Park, which is the home of the Seattle Mariners. Awesome to see that hockey is thriving 
in the great Pacific Northwest. What a great move by uh, Gary Bettman and the NHL Board of Governors to put an expansion team in Seattle, and it's thriving, and that is awesome to see. Well, how cool would it be? I mean, Kraken's an awesome name, but if they called them the Seattle Supersonics and they had that green and yellow, that would look pretty sweet, wouldn't it? I mean, those are kind of like Minnesota North Stars uh, colors, but that would be a sweet sweater to have Sonics across the front. Um, I really like the Winter Classic uh, sweaters. I know some people uh, don't like them, but you know what? The, the history isn't there for Vegas or Seattle. So um, it kind of is since uh, hockey in Seattle does have a rich history as far as junior hockey and minor league hockey and the Seattle totems and, and teams like that. So, um, but I do, I do think it is going to be a really cool classic tomorrow. Uh, so it should be a, a lot of fun to, uh, to watch. You can always ask questions and you can always throw them at me at GJ Spittle. But most importantly, we're going to have a big week ahead. Really excited about some upcoming guests. And obviously we have a lot to talk about with games on Tuesday and Thursday. And thank you once again for your support in 2023. You guys absolutely rock. Once again, I want to give you a reminder that the last person we had on was tremendous. Eric Nadell's hockey career before he went into baseball. What's some amazing stories, how he got a job over Doc Emmerich. And Eric thinks it's because he could drink with the uh, GM slash coach. And uh, Doc Emmerich wasn't much of a drinker. So we also talk about the 1980 USA Olympic call by Al Michaels. We talk about some of Eric's favorite calls and uh, how hockey has influenced some of his baseball calls. So it's a really, really cool hour of uh, just hanging with Eric, talking about his passion of hockey. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, uh, please do so. So thank you one and all for your support of Spits and Suds. We truly appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to talking to you in 2024. Have an awesome night, everyone.